<laughs> oh my god. You're listening to Off-Road Garage Podcast, and here are Jason and Jim. And we're all the way live. We're back. What's going on, brother? Loving life, man. Yeah. Loving life. Yeah? Yeah. Sorry about the hiatus. Work got a hold of me. Yeah, it happens. It's all good. Yeah. We try to do weekly, and every time we promise that, it just goes to crap. So from now on, you get us when you get us. Just I think that's just how it rolls. Turn on your alerts. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Special guest. Pretty stoked. Yes. Returning guest. Returning guest, Tim Ryan. Tim, how you doing? What's up, fellas? I'm awesome. I'm like, oh, no, he hung up. <laughs> oh, no, he's gone. He said, you guys are we're done. You guys are dumb. <laughs> Never. <laughs> oh man, I think the last time we had you on, we still had like the old mic set up. Yeah, could be. Did yeah. we have the intro the last time you were on? No, no, you guys oh. had just barely started, and we were having oh. trouble hearing each other. <laughs> yeah, that's because we were had lapel, lapel mics taped to my wife's former college lamp. <laughs> it was kind of like the, the solo cuts and string type effect. Yeah, that would have been an upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to ship that solo cup all the way to Utah and tie the knot for us. <laughs> yeah, it's no the longer st- the biggest ball of yarn in Nebraska, wherever it is. Yeah. <laughs> right, cut the string accordingly and tie knot. <laughs> oh, and then please send it to the next guest. Yeah. <laughs> we can't afford that much yarn. <laughs> yeah, oh, that would have been a logistics nightmare. We had to go the farthest guest out and yeah. just keep working back, <laughs> cutting pieces off. <laughs> so, what's new with you, man? great things I'm oh so much so much since we talked last i i, I talked, told you guys last time you had me on that i was contemplating uh, opening my own shop and doing my own thing tired of working for other people and apparently i was pretty serious about it because uh, last september october i went for it i dove i dove in and opened my own business and it's called the v8 swap shop v8 swap shop nice so uh, what do you what do you do there yeah, what do you do there? Is that uh, that's you swap EVs then? Is electric motors, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm still not on board with that whole EV thing. You know, I didn't think you would be. I was thinking no, about this just... earlier today when uh when I knew we were gonna be on and I th- I think this is a question for the interwebs. What what does like a forty four inch bogger sound like spinning in the mud without a V eight turning it? It's <laughs> just like putting yeah. in a blender. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I'm sure someone will be yeah. able to answer that in the near future. But until then, I, I until then, I like V8 screaming Freedom Eagles. Oh, absolutely. You know, and and although I love to deer and elk hunt, and I'm not opposed to being able to creep around the mountains in a vehicle that's very quiet because I hate it when I'm up there and, and guys are up there with their loud diesels, their first gen coming and stuff. Echoing through the canyons, but I just there's nobody that loves the sound of a V8 better than me, and, and so now that's what I've surrounded my life with. Yeah, it seems to have done well for you. I thought it was a juice well, bar. I don't know. We're getting there. <laughs> the V8. <laughs> I thought it was like a juice bar. Where you can just, just try out different places, different flavors, and swap them out. Oh, this one has a little bit more tomato in it. <laughs> Oh no, that's awesome, man! I'm I'm super super happy for you. Glad that's working out. Um, out. So you're busy. <laughs> yeah, making things yeah. go faster and louder. Yeah, it's a good thing. Good place to be. <laughs> that is a good place to be. That's like therapy. So are you focusing on the Jeep family? Or are you gonna just if I come in and I want uh, a Festiva with a V8 in it, you'll do it for me? <laughs> you know, I, we specialize in Jeeps. Okay. And I focus on Jeeps. That's all I advertise toward. But um, I've got a 65 Plymouth Valiant scheduled to come in when I finish one of the rigs I've got done. So I picked up a, a 318 that's a brand-new crate motor for this guy, and we're going to cam it and put a Holley sniper on it and make it a nice little daily driver for him, you know? Nice. That's awesome. It was his father's, and, and his father recently passed away, and it's been sitting for decades and he wants to resurrect it. So we're going to do that. So yeah, we do more than just Jeeps. <laughs> well, that's awesome to be a part of that too. And those are always, the, like, in my mind, those are the best ones. Like yeah. it means something. It's not just some guy throwing money at you. Like make it cool. Like this is my old man. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Sentimental value. And you find that a ton in the Jeep community too. Yep. Yeah. Cause you got grandpa's flatty that's been sitting in the barn. Someone's yep. got to do something with it. Yep. 
I, the, we've been in our current house about four years. We needed a bigger place. All the kids get married and everything. And, you know, so we didn't have anywhere in our old home big enough to fit everybody. So we were out there in the smaller community, like 16 and a half years. Well, this, this old coop that lived next to me had this beat up old ratty flat fender sitting out there for that entire time and never would sell it to me. And about, uh, the last summer, the summer before, my son was over over there saying hi to his son. They grew up next to each other, you know. And, and I think he caught him just drunk enough. He talked him out of it for a hundred bucks. No, no way! Oh, yeah. that's not even so, fair. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that's what I said. He gave it to me. He felt guilty for not coming and seeing me on Father's Day. <laughs> oh, that's a pretty rad. Father's like, Day gives like, hey, here's right, a well, yeah, exactly. Why don't you do this every year? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Feel free to miss it every year, son. Just keep showing up. <laughs> keep showing up with hundred dollars Fridays. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's hammered, and but that's what I love about it because we're going to build it and we're going to bash it on rocks and not care, and right. we're going to oh. put a V eight in it. And we're going to go fast. Yeah. Hell yes! I mean, that, I've already got the whole powertrain, axles, transfer case, transmission, and engine for it. Now I just need a shop that has enough space to get my own jeeps in there. <laughs> It's kind of like that typical mechanic problem, though, isn't it? Like you never your have stuff, space. You know, if you're a carpenter yeah. or a mechanic, your stuff's always last. And yep, it doesn't pay. It takes money. <laughs> you love it so much; it does cost a lot of money. Always chasing the next thing. So, what's the uh, what, what's the what's the latest build you're working on? Right. Um, I've got a YJ in there right now. I just put an 8.8 under the rear today. I'm uh, doing a, an LS swap in it. So it's a 5.3 and an NV3550 out of a TJ. And then okay. a 231, of course. Okay. So nothing real trick there. It's going to be a daily driver and a fun uh, weekend trail rig. And it's uh, a young fellow that's out here working in the, the uh, Air Force, in the Air Force base nearby here. Okay. And wanted me to do it so we're getting pretty close on it now and i've also got a a bullnose commando in there today i had to do this whole shuffle today like there's just not enough room for all these jeeps so i've got one stashed in my garage at home i've got one stashed in my enclosed trailer and others inside the building so i've got a cj7 there that i had to yank the engine out send it to the machine shop the other day so now that that's out i can get the other one in that was waiting for a transmission to be ready for it and so now i'm doing engine transmission transfer case in a, in a commando when that's done i'd get cj back in <laughs> oh man oh, crazy and doing the shuffle that's a good problem to have I like it is it. it really is I'd, re- I'd rather do that than uh, be wishing i had work or figure out how to get work right right absolutely i'm with you on it's that. all word of mouth so that's how we like it it's free free advertising oh. the best organic growth i believe it's called in the uh in the in the biz in the business yes <laughs> exactly yep <laughs> In fact, I was I was a little humbled. It was all off the uh, recommendations on Facebook group pages <laughs> when people were asking who to oh. take their rigs to. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, that's so that was humbling. Yeah, and for like no, a, a new yeah. business too, that says a lot about you. That's that's awesome. Uh, well, so the pressure's on to make sure it's perfect, <laughs> right? <laughs> As it needs to be. Everything that needs it leaves that shop needs to be. Yeah, that word of mouth uh, five star review is much more valuable than the. Uh, Google, I guess. Yeah, I never like, I never trust some of those because I just had a plumber in my those. house and he came highly recommended via the Google machine and then he came out and he, was, he told me, go to the Home Depot, buy this part and put it in yourself. Give me 300 bucks, please. And he left. <laughs> oh my. I was like, oh, that was a kick in the weenie. Like, I, I mean, YouTube told me to do that myself. I knew that. Yeah. But like, I called the plumber because I didn't want to flood my basement again. Right. Like, <laughs> Again. Some, some things should be aquatic and my basement is not one of them. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. So what you're saying is when you want a V8 done, you call the right guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. So how many rigs are we going to send out to Tim? <laughs> well, I've been, I've been truck shopping and the way it's looking, I might just have to drive this JK until I die. So I might send this to him for a rebuild. <laughs> Just an upgrade? Just an upgrade it. I know. I was looking at the CJ I got in the garage the other day. I'm like, hmm. I keep forgetting about it because you finally got out of here, out of the shop. So. I, yeah, I stashed it away so I'd stop looking yeah. at it. <laughs> Try, trying to get my wallet to fatten up a little more before I have to look at it again. You know what we should do is send them your, your flatty. The, 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 the garden flatty? I, I forgot you had a flatty. <laughs> 
And be like, you want to see Ruff? Send him that. Be like, we need a V8 in this. Yeah. You want a challenge? I got a challenge for you. <laughs> the grill the grill is amazing. It might need floor plans, floor pans. I don't know. We'll just be building around the grill then, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Even that's a little rough. <laughs> I don't think mine's a whole lot better. When I oh, got I in it to move it, the floorboard fell through. Uh, I think the rear end's completely... It's it's more iron ore than it is cheap at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's nature's pretty much taking it back. It was one of the vehicles from the uh, Edmund Fitzgerald song. <laughs> yes. Just pure iron ore. <laughs> it looks exactly like that. It looks like it came from the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> Uh, so a little rougher i got one a little better i think you could do a little bit more with what are you killing (laughs) (laughs) just ripped a pencil across the room oh this is a great show that's awesome so (laughs) we've talked about this in the past and your affinity for the chevy motor do you still is that still your go-to for most swaps or can i get whatever i wanted you know i i would probably do whatever a customer wants and typically do um but if i have any say any sway <laughs> yeah the gm platform is just good especially the ls and you know it's really interesting the old small blocks are making a little bit of a comeback these days really? um well they're a tried and true design i mean look how many decades they just pretty much ruled yeah and they're cheaper and easier to build than anything out there they're still heavily supported in the aftermarket and you put like a holly sniper system on it and oh, and it's true. an awesome power plant to jeep one of the things I've always known about those too is like, you know, for us, we've got some, I'm sure Utah has them too, but like smaller out of the way towns. So like if I'm up in oh. Ishpeming and my something goes out on my 350 small block, I can probably go to the local Napa in Ishpeming, <laughs> which is a tiny little town in Michigan with like 75 people in it. Yeah. And I can probably get a timing chain for a small block. Yeah. You go exactly. up there with a Coyote motor or a Hemi or a Hellcat and be like, yeah, I need a X, Y, and Z for a Hellcat. Right. They're going to go. <laughs> What? They'd be like, probably throw holy water on you, yeah. thinking you got some demon spawn with yeah. you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah. That's why I've always loved small blocks and Dana 44s, because they were so common. You know, you can yeah. make anything work. Yeah, a lot of, so many things had them. Yeah. No, you no. know, and, and my my philosophy with that is, is exactly that. Is I have uh, plans to develop product and not just be an install shop all the time, but one of the things I, I really subscribe to is the theory that don't make a product like let's take a engine mounts or adapters for example um speed sensor don't make it with an oddball speed sensor that you can only order from this one town mm-hmm. this one small company make it for something that fits a general motors product or something like that that when somebody breaks down in moab they can go find it at their local park store there right, right. Yeah, and that. so as i do that uh, that that's kind of my my theme um, is to make it so guys can repair their rig on the trail and not have to carry all those extra parts because you can only get it from one supplier, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah, the repairability. Yeah, like you said, yeah. if, it, if it's something on the trail, some guy might have one for a regular old small block in his toolbox. Yeah. So versus, yeah. versus like, uh, oh, remember we were dealing with the dudes from um, Direct, and he yes. had to get parts overnighted to Moab, and that was like, an extra 300 bucks to get the part there because nobody had what huh. needed. Yeah. And I was like, well, that, if that was a standard part, you can just go in Napa. Right. Yep. You know, that'd be super exactly. rad. Yeah. It wasn't some conversion joint or something. His was though, a yoke right? for a, a oh, JL T case. Yes. But I mean, that wasn't his fault, but I can only, right. if I, if I had the option to swap out to a, a 1410 or a 13, mm-hmm. 1510 or 1310, something normal. Yeah. And then yeah. go to the store and buy it. That'd be so much cooler and right. easier. Like, yeah. hell, when mine died out there, I was able to get the parts we needed for my 4-liter because it's pretty common and saved the trip before I road flared my Jeep and Moab. You were about ready to road flare it. <laughs> yeah. I thought that's what you were going to do. I was like, I got to fix this thing. You know that, that, that kind of pressure, Tim. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're getting ready. Yeah. We- well, you know, the, this newer generation, the LS engines are just that way now. They have become so mainstream. They're the new small block Chevy. Everybody carries everything for LS engines, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, that aftermarket death support is definitely there. Huge. Huge. Yeah. Huge support. It's amazing what we can do with them just by tuning them, you know, not even uh, tearing the engine down and adding a camera or anything. You can get more out of it just by tuning it. Oh. And that's 
Yeah, that's kind of where I was kind of leaning that way. I thought about just doing the the simple, like you said, the small block and like a sniper, but I don't know. Yeah. I th- I think like a, a small five three would be perfect. And they're oh, pretty, yeah. they're pretty dime a dozen boogie. now. Right. Yep. So true. And I was I was on one of those government auction sites, and like some PD just turned in all their Tahoes or whatever. I think those <laughs> yeah. are sixes, oh, wow. but I mean, you could get a whole Tahoe for like two grand. Yeah. It's got the harness and the motor and the trans and everything you need right there. Yeah. Like, that's not a bad way to go. And then you can still scrap the body out and make money back. Right. But there's so many yep. that have been built. I think even if you go to the you pull and save, you know, right. you go on, like, their engine special day when it's, like, all engines are $300. You're like, right. Oh, okay. Then <laughs> you take off the oil pan, you shove the wiring harness in the oil pan, bolt that sucker back on. <laughs> you didn't hear it from this show. Keep that on the down low. <laughs> in Salt Lake City, you know, we're about an hour, just over an hour north of Salt Lake City, and there's a couple of those uh, pickup parts down there. And a, a while back, they did that this uh, $5 for any part you can carry across the line. You had to yep. carry it so many cars or feet or whatever. I know and I can carry some, a 60. I've done it. <laughs> right. There was one guy that had a, a a small block engine. He carried it across. He was a big bugger. Oh, <laughs> You've probably seen the meme of the guy that has a transmission with a strap around his shoulder. It's like a shoulder bag. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I, I've gone to the yard with that with that specialist, and if he's listening, he knows exactly who he is. Um, who you know, <laughs> like he has all the junkyard tips and tricks, and he would right. definitely be like, "Oh yeah, what you got to do?" You know, he he would totally build like a whole backpack harness out of some seat belts right. out of the truck next to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I've seen those. Whatever fits in the bucket, twenty bucks days. Yeah. I've seen whatever you can carry for whatever. Yeah, and- you rent the wheelbarrow. That's one of those days you want to go find a big guy and be like, hey, dude, I'll give you 100 bucks for your time. Right. Like, exactly. You go, to, go to the local powerhouse gym. Yeah. You there. You look You look pretty weak. You look like you like to pick things up and put yeah. them down. You, you, look, you look weak. I bet you 100 bucks you couldn't carry a motor 30 feet. <laughs> that's, a, uh, yeah. that's a good bet. We're yeah. giving out all the tips yeah. today. How'd you, how'd you get that motor so cheap? Oh, I just told Jocko over there he couldn't carry a 30 foot. It cost me 105. <laughs> oh, darn. You won. Yeah. <laughs> Bet you couldn't do it again. <laughs> yeah, but you couldn't do it again. See that transfer case over there? I need that too. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. Back, right. to, back, back to the actual reason we're on the show. Like, yeah. I think that was the reason. <laughs> I'm just now I've got this speaking image of, of like, case, I just Go ahead. I'll go ahead. No, I was, oh, I was going to say, speaking of transfer case, I just built a nice one for a guy yesterday. Made a, a 231. Um, with the wide chain and gears and the six pinion planet, and basically doubled its torque carrying capacity. Really, and you didn't have to go buy an atlas. Are those? Uh, and that's is that a kit or is that using factory parts from something else? It's all factory parts. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Just got to know which transfer cases transfer cases that carry what parts and which ones to get and tear down. <laughs> See. Yeah, the V8 swap shop. That's the place to go. Yeah, for That's sure. Good. He's good. Tim's got the info. That's we're fixing to have questions now. <laughs> you just got his <laughs> gears going. Oh, nice way to play that in there. Got my gears going. Nice. Planetary gears. Because <laughs> <laughs> hey, we were thinking about building a for the TJ a uh, like a four to one case for it for when I go back out west because we don't really need yeah. it here. We end up just digging holes in the sand out here. But I think four to one out there would be a nice a nice option to have and we've got a spare yeah. 231 case laying around mm-hmm. but finding like a terra low anymore is impossible yeah in fact i built another one of these transfer cases a couple months ago and he had that terra low and it just it came apart inside there was nothing useful hmm. note to self don't do that don't do yeah that. they were kind of notorious for that which is probably why they're no longer being sold yeah 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 they got out of it do you have a solution for that? Yeah, right. We'll talk after the show for that. You don't give tips away. <laughs> Short of going out and finding a, what, a 242, whatever the rock track was, a 241. Uh, 241 OR. Yeah. OR. Yeah. Good luck yeah. finding those. Yeah, I found one for 3500 bucks. I'm like, yeah, I could totally buy that. 
I could buy an Atlas for six or five, whatever it was. Yeah. It's still amazing Not worth what, it. what the prices of anything Rubicon are, whether it's the TJ or yeah. the JK or the JL. I've been trying to find a good front axle for this YJ that I'm doing to pair it with the, the 8.8 in the rear, and you can't find one for a decent price. Oh, like an actual Rubicon like front? A, yeah. Yeah, they want so much for them when you can't find them that you're just better off to get like a aftermarket, like a G2, uh, the Core 44 or something like that. Yeah. You're not much stronger and, you know, your dollars ahead, really. When I bent my 30 in the JK, I went to a Terraflex HD housing and I was, it was actually cheaper. Go. It was cheaper for the housing. I think I got the housing and the guts for the same price as like a factory Jeep housing. Mm. I believe that. I was like, okay. Yeah, this is, this Good is call. no brainer here. Yeah. yeah. Especially for you. You've put a hurting on that thing and it's, it's held true. Yeah. Yeah. It's doing pretty well. <laughs> We're really good. What at are you running? 30, 37? 37s. Yeah. Five, five, 38, okay. 37s in a front Yukon zip. Oh, very good. So it's, it's a pretty built little 44 and it's holding up pretty well. I mean, uh, I would have no problem. I'm, I'm leaving tomorrow morning to go wheeling by myself again in the woods. Just go look, see what I can find. Oh, very good. So that's, that's uh, always fun. Yeah. <laughs> Jason's over here like, I don't know how you do it. Yeah, I'm stressing out thinking about. It. <laughs> I got a fly rod, a shotgun, and a fifth. So if I can't catch it or eat it, I'll drink. <laughs> <laughs> drink. You got it all worked out. Yeah. 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 He's got it all figured out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how, but okay, sure, I'll figure it out. Oh. It's really kind of nice and, and peaceful being out in the woods alone, isn't it? There's something, yes. I'm not super religious, but I'm sure that's like what it feels like when people leave church. <laughs> like, it, like it's cleansing, and there's you can't get a hold of me on the phone. Nobody can send me a Zoom invite. I'm going to be in the woods, listen to the trees whisper, and it'll be rad. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, we've got. Big mountains around us here. You know, I told you I love deer and elk hunting, but there's nothing better to me than being on an elk hunt and getting in the thick pines and then just becoming part of the surroundings. You yep. know, I did that one time years ago, and I, I, I laid down on this steep face um, in that kind of pine brush. You know, it's a couple of feet off the ground as well. Yep. I laid down in it, so it kind of covered my scent, my movement. My, you know, they couldn't see me. And it was like 20 minutes of, of laying still. All of a sudden, Right in front of me, there was an entire herd of elk that I had not seen before. They were standing there watching me and finally felt comfortable enough to start moving around. <laughs> That's awesome. That's when you know you've become part of the environment. <laughs> See, my problem is I pass out. I get, yeah, I, get to that, I get to that point, and it's like, yeah, okay. I'm all warm in my little wooby jacket, and it's, I'm a, it's a wrap, dude. <laughs> Fresh air hits it. You're done. Oh, dude, I'm like the worst deer hunter. I love it, but I'll wake up in my blind, and a deer's looking at me. I'm like, oh, hell. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I slept through a few, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, one of my goals is to get out there and do an elk hunt out in Wyoming or Utah or something like that where it's like you're part of the country because like where I, I deer hunt but it's like I walk you know half mile to my blind I sit down I turn the heater on <laughs> um, for the longest time I was a, a stock spot and stock hunter but after that Wisconsin deal where that dude killed like three guys because they walked through his spot mm. I just sit yeah. my, I just sit my butt down now <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no thanks not so cool. friendly so but uh, you know uh, Ken you know Ken Farley Dr. Death Wobble. Yeah. His dad's a, his dad's a big elk hunter and they go out there all the time and he was sending me pictures back from I think I think they're in Wyoming or Montana. Yeah. Elk hunting. And it was like it was like I wouldn't be able to hunt to be looking around too much, I think. There's just so much to see and so rad out there. I love it. It's the best time, the best place to be and the best time of year. I love, you know, out in the fall, especially when you get high enough up, you've got quakies. Uh, that are changing colors and, and the pines. It's just God's country, I always say. <laughs> yeah. You got a lot more of that than I think we do. Yeah. We're, we don't have mountains. We need mountains. We have, they're small mountains. Those aren't mountains. <laughs> the Porcupine Mountains have the name mountains in it. That, that, they didn't know any better. <laughs> they didn't know any better when they named them. That was like the first hill they came to. 
<laughs> they didn't make it out to the Rockies yet when they named those things. <laughs> yeah, we usually camp right around 10,000 feet and hunt anywhere between nine to 11,000 feet. Okay. It's, it's cool country. That's Beautiful that, country. There's a name for that zone, isn't there? It's like where the tree line ends. It's called something. Like a timber line. Yeah, there it is. Okay. I thought it was something cooler mm-hmm. than that, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That still sounds pretty cool. Yeah, but when I'm like the tree line, he's like, dummy, it's timber. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, so we should probably get back to V8s. Or, uh, yeah, we can. I uh, mean, it doesn't matter. That or we just attracted a whole new clientele of like roaming elk hunters to our podcast. I, I doubt they went through and at the 20 some minute mark, like, I'm going to listen to when I'm going to listen to the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least I haven't started trying to practice my bugle yet for Tim. See how it sounds or my cow elk bleats. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I used to run park stores back in the 80s and 90s, and I always have to do that during hunting season with a radiator hose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, you do that. You do Get a lot of attention. Do the radiator hose. I worked at Sporting Goods growing up, so I used to walk around with a, a diaphragm call in. <laughs> and nice. I'd walk around. You know, we don't have elk. We have elk hunting here, but it's kind of like canned hunt, basically. Um, you draw a number, you go out with a guide and they say, okay, there you go. There's the elk herd. Pick one. Oh uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I always had a turkey call in. I'd be walking around clucking and people were like, what are you doing? I'm like practicing. I gotta be able to sell them. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a great way to demonstrate it, man. Promoting the product. Duh. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Gone off the rails. Oh, no. I, whatever i like it i mean you know, we talk about the primo's double cut because that's what i was all about back then was the, i don't even know what the hell you just said it's, a, it's like a saxophone <laughs> read. okay and you put it in your mouth uh-huh. and you it, <laughs> oh, everyone listening you're gonna have to definitely check out the youtube for that one. Oh my god <laughs> oh. it's a visual <laughs> It really is. Yeah. I think I think our YouTube channel is definitely underutilized for some of the things you do. <laughs> the mitten fight was huge. It really did. That yeah. was our biggest one. It was so cold in here, he had mittens on, and that turned into fighting dinosaurs on the desk here. <laughs> you sure you didn't have any tap into that fist at that time? Oh, yeah, we know. We were deep in. Yeah. We usually are. Warm. They were warm <laughs> fighting dinosaurs, though. Yeah, they were warm at that point. <laughs> oh, okay. So, are you are you good now? I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm and sorry. we're back. <laughs> I just went to like the I went to you know a, a three three day hunt with Tim in the mountains going after osceolas and and elk. Yeah, like. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's when you know it's good is when we just go in all different channels mm-hmm. and we have the right guests for that. Go get cutthroats in the morning. Like, I mean, just knock it out. One of these days we're going to, we're going to be live with you, Tim. I think that's going to be a goal. Putting you on yeah, that, we should do that like have a live list. We'll have a go out your we way, should... hang out in the mountains. Oh, that'd be fun. Okay. That'd be fun. We need to do it, get it EJS at the same time. Even no, that would be awesome. That would be rad. We do like a hey. Tim one day, Yeti the next day, like live from EJS. Seriously. And Fan Hollow. We'd love to get Ooh. you guys out from Fan Hollow. Yeah. Do you, do you should see Jason's face, too. I know. I'm like, let's do it. Sounds rad. Fan oh. Hollow is amazing. All the trails are just right close together. And then if you've got a V8 Jeep, you can go play in the sand right next door and, and not just try not to get stuck, but go have fun. <laughs> I need a V8 Jeep. Yeah, well, that's, that's I, think you do. I think everybody needs a V8 Jeep, dude. I agree with you. I never disagree right. with that point. I don't think at, that, at any point. Not many life. people would disagree. <laughs> a chicken for every pot and a V eight in every Jeep. Yes. Yeah. Tim Ryan for president. About that. Tim <laughs> what, what are you running on? V eight and everything. Okay. <laughs> every Maybe time I get Uncle Uncle Ted Ted Nugent to be my most precious. Oh yeah, that were really getting crazy. Every time I see that meme, I think of you. The 
Ford and Chevy at the table talking about electric vehicles, and then Dodge's like, we just put a Hemi in a minivan. I'm like, that's Tim. That's Tim, bro. Yeah. I think I just seen an Instagram reel yeah. like that. That's the name of the dude. Like, oh, you guys doing EV? Yeah, we're doing EV next year. Oh, here's Dodge. They're always late. Dodge is like, yeah, Hemi, baby, every day. <laughs> oh, God. Because they've got a V8 Pacifica now. What? Yeah, it's a Hemi. It's a Hemi-powered the Hellcat motors in a Pacifica. I didn't even know they still made a Pacifica. Dodge, Dodge is making it factory. <laughs> what? Yeah, because because mom's got to get to soccer practice now. Yeah. God damn it! That's zero to awesome. zero to sixty while throwing chonklas at Timmy in the back seat. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> you are empty. That's it, dude. That's perfect marketing right there. The mom, like, instead of telling the kids to shut up, she just fucking stomps on it. And, like, the, Kle- the Kleenex box comes off the dashboard and smacks the kid. <laughs> They're just back there holding on for dear life. His mom's ripping shitties in the parking lot. <laughs> Blows the front wheels off. <laughs> if she tosses the candy back, it yeah. goes all the way to the back window. Right. Oh, yeah. See? There you go. Yeah. Mom, pass me a burger. She just throws it straight up in the air and mats it. <laughs> yes. Just rips it back. That would be perfect. Dodge, do that. Dodge, if you're listening, uh, we'll, we'll hire you. we can hire us for marketing. Yes. Dude, two, two years ago, I was at um, FEMA. And, of course, I was in the, the four-wheel drive hall, of course. But In fact, that's where I ran into to Ken after Death Wobble and, and fell in love with his Jeep in person, of course. But of course. Uh, <laughs> I was talking to – I think I was in the Warren booth and – but all of a sudden the floor just started shaking like it was an earthquake and I could, yeah, I could hear this rumble. And I was like, what the hell is that? And somebody goes, oh, they just fired up the elephant downstairs. I'm nice. Like, I'll be back in a bit. I got to go. Yeah, I got to see <laughs> that, that was impressive, dude. This monstrosity. <laughs> Thousand horsepower in a 68 Charger. Little, little does he know he threw away his opportunity to be a, a Warren spokesman <laughs> by running out of the booth so fast. I gotta go. Your second fiddle, sorry. Worth it. Yeah. <laughs> it was impressive. But it did. That entire hall, it shook the building. It was impressive. Oh, yeah. I tell you, Chrysler had a beautiful and impressive booth that year. It was amazing. <laughs> the big three have really upped their game in the off road market. In the past couple of years, yeah, hundred percent, hands yeah. down. Yeah. We were talking about that a couple of shows ago, like how many options there are now in trim packages and actual off-road capable factory stuff. Yeah. Yep. And look at the Broncos now. Broncos right. are making a play. Right. Those yeah. are, those are going to be a serious danger to the Jeep market, I think, for a lot of people. Some of those videos coming out of the EJS of the Broncos, like dominating some of those trails, looks pretty good. Yeah. You know, yeah. I was just going to ask you if you saw, did you guys see Yeti's post? Uh, they were riding with Von Gittin Jr. And they were up on uh, uh, top of the world. I saw the post of them playing around or looking at one, but I didn't see him. Well, he showed, they so I think it was Von Gittin Jr. that was driving at the time. And Yeti had a, a video of the TV screen on the dash with the front facing camera. They wanted to show the capability. Yeah, they drove that dang jeep right to the edge. They put tires on the edge of that cliff. I was dying on the on the edge of top of the world. Edge of the world. Yeah, yeah. I would have bailed. I would have bailed long before. I don't have that in me. (laughs) I haven't had that much adrenaline in a lot of years. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But Yolo, like I called Yeti, I'd have bailed, and he said. The yellow's got ice in her veins. I'm like, yeah, I'm cold killer. Oh. Well, he told us the same thing. We were like, uh, man, you guys are hardcore with that, that snow trip you took with the TJ and no doors. He's like, oh, yeah, that was Yolo. I would have bailed long ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's keep going. <laughs> like, what? He's a hoot. Uh, I should tell you, that, so the first night, we had them out here in Utah, and it was this whole marketing thing we were going to do. Um, it's a long story, so I probably shouldn't bore you with it all, but they came out and stayed out here and we had them do their own conversion in the parking lot, kind of like a roadkill type thing, but um, left them the key to the building so they could use the restroom and stuff at night. They slept outside in the rooftop tent and all. Well, she's doing like a Instagram live. I think is probably what it was, or maybe it was just for her story, but she's walking through and showing the inside of the building and the restroom even. And I had taken, 
plastic piece of, you know, fake poop and stuck it on the toilet seat lid. <laughs> so she, she's filming and she sees that and she stops. She goes, what the hell? <laughs> and she instantly oh. goes, oh, Tim's been here. <laughs> she's a hoot, man. She is just cool. Dude, and she's smiling. She is psychotic. I just found that. <laughs> you should have seen his face a second ago. <laughs> Watch the YouTube. Oh my god. Oh wow, yeah, they took that right yeah. to the edge. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. And she's in there just giggling, happy. Yeah. Right? I mean if you're gonna die, might as well be in a twenty twenty one Bronco. Bronco. <laughs> I can think of something now anyway. Never mind. Yeah. I, I'd have bailed. Let's just say I'd have bailed. Yeah. Oh That's rowdy, bro. Like but pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Dude, that's a crazy view. <laughs> Dresses like, me a... out as I was watching that. <laughs> I I physically had like some sphincter pucker in my chair in the shop. <laughs> that's nasty, dude. Like I, I'm a hard pass. Yeah. Driving oh, up to God. that alone, just in a regular vehicle, knowing that you're like feet away. Granted, <laughs> I was in a vehicle I've never driven before in my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which was Dr. Death Wobbles, Cherokee. Um, yeah. I'm like, hmm, really hope this throttle by wire thing is working good. <laughs> what? Hey, man. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, Ed, that's cool worth bringing up that video if you get yeah. out there looking go, for it. Go to the man called Yeti. It was posted. I just lost a stupid video. Just go to the man called Yeti anyway and follow him because yeah. he's rad. Yeah, that's worth yeah. it alone. Uh, Always good stuff. It was posted on April 2nd, and it's uh, Yolis, his <laughs> wife, and they're in a red 2021 Bronco on edge of the top of the world. Which is awesome. And it, it looks just terrifying. And then if you don't already, go to our YouTube and go to like the 34-minute mark, and you see Jim's face when he sees that video. <laughs> 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 I was like, this is suicide, bro. I'm hoping they got a winch line hooked up to that thing or something. Damn. Seriously. Too stressful. Yeah. Because the bad part is, if things go wrong, you have several seconds of falling you to, think about to remember yeah. <laughs> what went wrong. I'm <laughs> glad you have a, a professional Ultra 4 driver in the driver's seat, I guess, right? Yeah. What's the last thing you go through your mind? Oh, the back seat. <laughs> Spare tire. Yeah. <laughs> She's tougher than I am. She's oh yeah. Yolo, I guess. <laughs> Did you guys watch any of the Ultra Four race at Area BFE? Um, I caught uh, the highlight reels that I think they posted cool. online. I tried to watch it live, and I just didn't have time in my life, unfortunately. So I did catch the highlight reels. Saw a few of our. our I was supposed our to be buddies. doing home project. <laughs> yeah i was bouncing back and forth i figured out how to get it on my 65 inch so it was pretty impressive then <laughs> yeah that looked like a really good course that was some brutal course like those guys were chewing up tires like crazy yeah always the right front there was only one left front so there was something about i, I don't know they were having trouble figuring out where it was happening everybody but um, that right front tire was getting shredded by almost every driver it seemed like Wow. So I mean, I, I'm, that's a brutal course. I guess it's good to show that, like, at that even at that level, like you protect your side. Yeah. Right. Because the, the driver's yeah. sides are fine. <laughs> yeah. So that tells me that there's something that was going on somewhere where they had to swerve to that side and they smushed it. Yeah. Which means even at that level of like the the all stars of off road driving still have like self preservation yeah. at some level. Even that guy Vaughn doesn't apparently because he just almost drove off a cliff. But like everybody else <laughs> <laughs> Lots of left hand turns in that course and a lot of rocks too, so I'm sure that played into it. Yeah. Sliding into it, smashing into something. It was awesome cinematography or whatever you want to call that. They had drones everywhere, drones following each driver. It was really well done. Yeah, it was it was just like King of the Hammers. Like, yeah, you're right. The, the drone work was good. Like I said, I only saw the highlight reel, but it looked really good. Yeah. It's worth looking at. Pretty cool. We got Kentucky coming up this weekend. Oh, is that where they're at? Yeah. 
think it's what is it, Harlan, I think it's called. Harlan, Kentucky. Harlan. There's, yeah, there's Harlan's down there. There's two down in that area. Har- Hollerwood and Harlan, I think, are the two down there. Yeah, we got to get with those guys. When do they come to Wisconsin? Do you know? It's like September, I thought. I, like, I know they told us, and I'll have to go back and I'll have to find I out. I think it was September because you were going to go solo because I got yeah. the wife's birthday. Oh, that's right. That'd be worth it. Yeah, totally worth it. What do you think, Tim? You have for going to Wisconsin? I'd Cheese. love to go to Wisconsin. Cheese and beer. <laughs> Cheese and beer on me. <laughs> no one else. Just Tim. Just Tim. <laughs> you start getting DMs now like, hey, what's up on that cheese and beer offer? <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, we cheese. <laughs> draft only, not imported. <laughs> it's there be, it is, September third. Okay, Crandon, Crandon, Wisconsin. September third. Yeah. Right. See, I told you it was. The... Yeah, your your memory's a lot better. Her birthday's the fifth, right there. Well, that's yeah. That, so, that makes sense why you would remember that. I was then. like, no, no, no. <laughs> we do birthday week, so like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but honey, how about on your birthday this year we go check out like a giant cheese wheel. <laughs> Cheese, beer, and mud trucks. Like she'd be like, "Yeah, super." Like, <laughs> oh, and then one day I'm just gonna go see this race. But otherwise, the rest of the weekend's yeah. about you. Anything you want to do, honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great. I love it. Oh uh, yeah. People are gonna be like, "Great subject matter." People be like, "What was he on the show for?" Like, <laughs> talk about V8s, people. V8s and life. Okay. Yeah, everything that goes with it. Just like a camshaft, stuff goes round and round. That's what we're doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> you all right? I'm good. You know, well, not, like, not like my analogy? I like it. Okay. <laughs> I like all of it. I like everything about this show because it's super fun. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm just thinking of all the things we could be in swap. And how I could pull off eat swapping the CJ. <laughs> CJ is easy, dude. Super easy. I know. But funding is not. <laughs> I hear you. I think the hardest one I got the JK. three of them. I got three of them sitting here. I have powertrain for all three. And I, yeah. If only you knew a good mechanic. What's your, what's your, uh, what's your go-to transmission for those? You know, that's a, it's funny because transmissions like manual versus automatic is a big deal for a lot of guys. Like it, it it'll start arguments, <laughs> Oh yeah. but, um, and I like them both for different reasons, but okay. I'm going to do automatics in all my, all of them. I like the ability to, uh, be able to, to left and right foot at the same time, you know, two footed on the rocks and yep. things like that. Yeah. Or on slippy, slippery slopes. Um, I just feel like I have a little bit more control. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah, I've seen more than one rollover flop because they had the clutch pushed in and couldn't stab the brakes fast enough. And yeah, yeah, that I almost had one come over on top of me a few years ago down San Hollow. This, this kid was driving a beautiful um, CJ7. It was just clean as a pin, like original with a couple inches of lift is off. But you know, he's, he, he was on an angle, so it was an off camber, solid rock slope, and he had to get it up over where you ease the front end over about a foot and a half lip, maybe two feet even, and then Moab bumped it to get the back over, you know. And I was down in the ravine below him filming because it was really cool angle, and well, it was hard because he didn't even have a real low first gear; he just had that factory three speed. It was probably like a T one fifty or something, and as he got to that ledge and he popped it, it went skyward. Like he pirouetted on his right rear wheel is all. That was the only thing that was on the ground. And I was running, trying to get to, I thought he was coming over on me. He pumped air into his brake lines and almost couldn't get it stopped, but he just stopped shy of a big drop off down the backside. Oh man. Poor kid was rattled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you get that... the shot? <laughs> Did you get the shot? <laughs> I got a great shot. <laughs> oh, I also yeah, had to sprint away. Code brown. Oh. Yeah, code brown. Sure. <laughs> I'll be back in a little bit, guys. Yeah. Uh, I got to go uh, check on the thing. Uh, yeah, I I agree with you. I I kind of prefer the auto over the manual for that same It's kind of the same thing with diesel versus gas, too, because, you know, a little turbo diesel is great in so many situations, but not when you're trying to do that and you're waiting for the turbo to spool up. Right. Yeah, but at the same time, you're just trying to creep over something if you got the right gearing. 
a manual trans and a little turbo diesel ain't all bad. Yeah. Because you get that little low-end torque. But, yeah. But then if you've got to bump it harder and faster to get that back end up over a lip, you can't do it. Right. And they're doing the uh, you got to spool it up, and they're doing the drag race thing. We got foot brake, foot gas, foot clutch, and And spooling up. Yeah, but then you you know you got to get that right amount too much, and you like you said, you rip a wheelie or break something. Too little, you don't make it. Yeah, Yeah. there was a ton of guys that flopped over backwards this last year at Trail Hero. Like it was just a contest to see how many people you could see flopping a day. I don't know what it was with all these guys. Cameras were on them or what? Really. There's a ton of guys that went over on their mid. It's not the way I want to go. Yeah, I prefer to be able to two foot it and load the torque converter. You know, have a low stall torque converter. That's why you can't put a big cam in it. Right. Um, you sacrifice that if you want to go fast. But you put a low stall torque converter and just load it up and just ease it up and over things. Right. So I'm doing that in all three of mine. <laughs> okay. What trend are you going with? You, you do like a, the older turbo, or you do? Like a modern... Uh, my flat fender, yeah. I've got a turbo 350 for the flat fender. And uh, I'm going to put it behind a 283 and then a Dana 20 behind that. Okay. So we're probably going to have to stretch it a little bit because we're going to Dana 20 instead of the 18, so it's not offset. Um, but it's it's really hammered, so we're looking forward to cutting it up a little bit, making yeah, something I th- unique. I think mine's an 18. Yeah, mine's a 71, CJ, Here. so it's the offset. There you go. So. Yeah, and then I've got a. Of course, I got my commando that I'm just dying to get going on it. I've got the full powertrain for it, but I'm going to do it. So I've got an Escalade six liter, the, the LQ9, as everybody knows. It's just a little bit more um, compression is all. Okay. But uh, what's I'll, the, I'll all, the, what's the all aluminum one? Uh, probably the L33. You're thinking of the five three that's all yeah. aluminum. Yeah. Yeah, that's a killer motor. That is a that is a good one. I'd... All aluminum block heads. Uh, better flowing heads, flat top pistons. That's a good motor. Yeah, I was ideally I wouldn't mind finding that just to keep the weight down. But oh, absolutely, that, yeah. that might be a little more harder to come by. Yeah, now you're trying to get specific. <laughs> yeah, huh? It's got the gears. Yeah, so I got four L sixty for the Commando, and I've got a four L sixty for the TJ as well. Okay. Got a bad rat, but if you if you build them right, they'll handle a thousand horsepower, and you'll never have a problem with them. Right, and obviously driving a Jeep is a lot less strain on them than towing a camper trailer and a right. quarter ton Chevy truck. Yeah, so. up a mountain pass somewhere, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, but man, get out in the sand and just rail on them, it is a blast. You guys got a little bit of that up there, don't you? Yeah, we got some sand. I've never had anything with power in the sand. I mean, it's been my TJ or my JK, so I've driven in the sand. So it's kind of like, I can make stuff, yeah, but so it's, it's not four pretty. liter of the minivan motor. Yeah. Like you get, you know, you're getting passed by dudes in Toyota and uh, you know like uh, samurais because they're light and are on top of everything. Yeah, and I'm four low, okay. first gear, red line, eight psi. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is, you know. Like every time we've gone down to um, San Hollow, you know, it's, it's like I said before, it's really cool because you've got sand to go play in right next to a rock trail. You can you can be on the trail watching people on one obstacle. And then watching people in the sand as well. It's just all right there. So it's, it's really cool. But, you know, we were we were traversing the sand one day. The trail that we were running had an east and a west uh, segment. But you had to traverse all the sand that was in the middle. So all these guys that had stock jeeps were just trying not to get stuck in the sand. Yeah. And one of the guys lost a U-joint. So everybody stopped and waited for him to change that. So while they did that, we all hopped in the V8 jeeps and went out and played in the sand, got some good video and content, you know, and just flipping sand everywhere. Of course, we made them nice and loud so everybody would, would hear them and see right. them. <laughs> we get back in line because it looks like I was probably about done. And every guy in that group comes over and, what do you got in that? Pop the What is this? How do you do that? Yeah. <laughs> what do I got to do to do this to mine? <laughs> <laughs> Spend money. It's a visual yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, once you see the performance difference, you know, because I've been out there. Silver Lake for us is our area. And they've got plenty of guys out there in fiberglass body CJs with 460s in them and 350s and yeah. You know, you're you're chugging up a hill in four low, and this guy goes blown by you with the front two tires off the ground, and, and I'm like, it's yeah. still a Jeep, huh? Oh, okay. <laughs> Purpose built, we call that, right? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, paddles, and oh, yeah. But even a buddy I used to deal with had just a regular six-liter in his uh, nine-inch rear 60 front 40s, 
and he'd put paddles in the back when we went out there and that thing was dominant it was it was a rock crawl with paddles on it but it went everywhere easily because it had power and gears and yeah right oh fun, fun I, I do enjoy the sand i was thinking about actually my my brain was working this weekend really hard about my vacation i'm on yeah and i was like if i go west i can hit solar lake for a couple hours and then go north to the cabin but that, that, that makes a two-hour ride to the cabin a seven-hour ride because it I got cut across and back up. Oh, so like maybe I'll just wait for another time. Yeah, yeah. Plus, my luck, I do something stupid out there and break something by myself. Silver Lake. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. Trying to trying to keep up with the dude in a LS powered buggy <laughs> or a C twenty. Right, jumping it. Yeah, you'd be, so, you'd be so mad if I ran into him out there. Gave, gave him a call like I'm on the way. Yeah, I know. I'd probably be like, I'm called off work. I'm on my We're doing it. We've got a buddy that's got a, like a, basically a pre-runner truck. Um, yeah. And he runs it out there. It's a built C20 and it's got like 27 inch of travel or something stupid. And he he just goes out there just to huck it and just make people look silly. And, you know, <laughs> it looks sort of like tomato around the outside. Like it's got the yeah. patina on it and then he's just hucking 60 foot in this truck. <laughs> I, I haven't done that, so I don't know what it feels like, but I can only imagine how cool that feels. Well, judging by his GoPro videos where he like puts it on the first timers and like the look of terror and then pure excitement and ecstasy in their face when they're floating. When they get back down to yeah. the land. And he's like this dreadlocked dude, like f- former motocross racer, so his dreads are like floating like in the air like Medusa and the person next to him is freaking out. <laughs> oh yeah we gotta make that happen there's so many things we have to do we never do well we're running up on the uh 50 some minute mark so in order to, what are you doing <laughs> oh god all right it's anyway um so check out v8 swap shot on instagram get your, and facebook and facebook Get your V8 put in. Did, did you touch on You wanted to touch on something. Did you touch on what you wanted to touch on? Has that been covered already? Oh, I was going to tell you, yeah. So everybody just oh. tune in to Facebook and Instagram. Um, I haven't posted a ton yet. I'm just really busy working. <laughs> but um, I'm working on a few projects this year that are going to be really cool and high profile. But really cool. I'm looking so, forward to it. High profile, like lifted <laughs> or like like really big deals? Big deal. Okay, so I want to make sure everybody's clear. Big deals, big deals for a small business. That's awesome, bro. I can't Hell wait yes. to hear it. Hell yes. Yeah. When you get closer, maybe yeah. we, maybe we can help be part of your drop for that. Oh yeah, for Absolutely. sure. We would love to yeah. do that. That'd be awesome. Some extremely cool, fun stuff. Awesome. We cannot wait to see that, and we can't wait to call you and ask you a bunch of dumb questions about V8 swapping his TJ over here, TJ. or CJ oh, or CJ. Oh, or... Yes, the answer is yes. <laughs> Probably a JK pretty soon. I'm going right? to the pull and pick. <laughs> It's got 180,000 miles on it now, bro. It's about time. Yeah. Yeah. We're probably going to end up hitting you up for a 5-3 swap and a JK. <laughs> How do we go about doing this? Where do I start? Yeah. I don't First know. thing is you don't. No. You don't do a 5-3 and a JK. Too heavy. Do a 6 or 6-2. There you go. See? See, we're learning already. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I won't steer you wrong. I, I knew you'd be the one to ask. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think. On that note. I think that's a wrap. Hit the music. Hit the music. We're out. We'll see y'all. Thanks next for having week. me, guys. Dude, thanks for coming on. Thank that was you. awesome. Anytime. We'll be in touch. Watch for some cool stuff. <laughs>